principals and the teachers, they are more ecstatic about what the book gives. That's right. (laughs) I'm so excited. Like I'm reciting the mantras. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And when they look at their book and they say, oh, these are positive affirmations for children. Let me dig back into them positive affirmations for myself. You know, I can be a better version for these young people Mm -hmm. (laughs) and for these children because I can't preach something and not do it. Welcome, welcome. We have a gifted and a very, very talented guest blessing our show today. She's the founder of For the Love of You, a nonprofit organization that financially assists small businesses. She's also nationally registered in emergency medicine and currently volunteers at her local fire station as an EMT for the last four years. But most importantly, she's a wife, she's a mother. And she's a children's book author, Rashida Muhammad. Welcome to the show, Rashida. Thank you, Armani. Thank you. <laughs> oh, no problem. <laughs> no problem. I had to get you on. I had to get you on. And I'm just so excited to have you join us today. I'm thrilled to have you join us to talk a little bit about your background and also to give our listeners a preview of exactly who you are, what you bring to the table as a children's book author, but also more importantly, as a mom, a wife, a busy mom, is all and also being the founder of your very own nonprofit organization. So I must admit, your latest book has been an absolute hit, and I congratulate you. Thank I you congratulate man. you. <laughs> I talk every time someone says that, I'm just like, thank you. Yes, even it all. is well deserved. <laughs> the illustrations, the message, absolutely wonderful. And it's been a hit for you, I I must admit. Tell us a little bit about how you got started in entrepreneurship. And then, you know, we're going to have a little bit fun at the end. We're going to play a little game. So I'm going to quiz you a little bit. But first, I want to hear about your backstory. What got you started? What attracted you to starting your own nonprofit? And then also, you know, when did you know it was time to create your very first children's book? Have at it. Right. So... Like most, the pandemic uh, mm-hmm. took a toll on mental, physical, spiritual aspects of my entire life. Mm. Um, and my little one is the inspiration behind the book series. Um, during the pandemic, um, I had to become a homeschool mom, mm-hmm. which I never seen for myself. Mm-hmm. And I thought about myself, I didn't think like, okay, yeah, I'm going to homeschool my child <laughs> until they get ready for school. No, my thought was my child's going to be in school, <laughs> her peer, she's going to learn mm-hmm. how to be that super supportive mom that's going to be on the PTA. And mm-hmm. all stuff. So all of that changed <laughs> during mm-hmm. the pandemic. Um, so she started to become a virtual learner. Okay. And within that virtual learner, we both had a lot to learn. Mm. Um, the things that uh, I seen that she had struggling with was literacy. Mm. Reading was one of her uh, her Achilles heel. Like it was, wow. it became a problem for her. And with that, I never knew that. So mm. it made me frustrated. So I said, something has to give. <laughs> we have mm. to incorporate something. 
So one day, literally one day, we were sitting. She was doing her math because she loves math, freezing in math. And we went to the words. And she said, I can't do this. I um, I don't know how to read. And she's very vocal. My She's four years old. Mm-hmm. 40. <laughs> so she's <laughs> articulate but somebody that does not like to read and sound that word she's very articulate so she's like I'm frustrated I don't like wow. I don't know how to read like I don't know how I don't know how to do this I don't like it I can't do this because mm. that's her name I'm like you got this like you can do this Mm. a deep breath and I'm like let's take some more deep breaths like because we right. deep breath too because I'm getting frustrated <laughs> so deep breaths deep breaths and I'm like you're smart and she's like I'm smart and I'm like you are strong you are mm-hmm. like you can do this like so it was just random right mm. so we started doing it for like a couple of months like literally we were just waking up like Mahara you got this you strong you smart you can read like you got one day I was in the kitchen cooking she was at the table doing her homework wasn't paying her no mind was Mm -hmm. listening to her you know how we do we listen as we do Mm -hmm. so I heard her say I'm strong smart I can Mahara you can do this do this like she just kept saying it over and over again and it literally just clicked in my head how many other little children are having problems that's right that's right whether it's math science whatever the case may be tying their shoes washing up in the shower anything that brings them frustration they probably can utilize these Mm. (laughs) they probably can so let me just put my pen to bed that's right come up with Right. I was talking to one of my longtime friends on the phone and I was like, I'm writing a book, Mm. a children's book. And I was like, and it doesn't have to be that long, but it has to be something super beneficial. And I was like, I think I want to do it around positive affirmations. Wow. And the rest literally is history. Wow. (laughs) It literally just started there and to God be the glory, it just took off. Wow. Wow. You know, it's interesting because I I have a copy. I do too have a copy of the book and I did not realize, of course, brain fog that the inspiration, of course, is your daughter, but just even the inspiration behind the storytelling in the book. Yeah. Right. I mean, that's what makes it a beautiful, a beautiful package of just the knowledge that being able to give to a young person that may be experiencing something and it's interesting because as your brand continues to expand and opportunity presents itself, you know, you've had a lot of different opportunities to meet with media professionals. You've done some radio louds, you've met at some schools. Mm-hmm. I mean, talk about some of the challenges that you overcame yourself mm-hmm. writing this book. And, you know, how do you continue to remain creative in this space? Because it's a brand new space for you, but it's also a space that's ever evolving. Right. I had to learn how to become tech savvy. Mm -hmm. Um, I really had to learn how to bring my brand to social media Mm -hmm. and not make my social media personal where it's just about me, but Mm -hmm. my brand into it. Um, I had to learn how to create a website. Mm -hmm. Never done that in my life. I had mm-hmm. to learn with my had to have conversation with my local UPS people, my post office. People. That's right. Um, Some of the besties. To, yes, learn <laughs> about packing weight in my um, the taxes that I'm going to put on it, the shipping and handling fees. Mm-hmm. Like I had to do these very small classes in a very fast pace. 
Yep. I had mm-hmm. to really just sit and do a, like a crash course on this whole thing because I've never in a million years thought about ever doing it. So mm-hmm. I had to get a, a label printer. I was at Best Buy day in and day out trying mm-hmm. to connect my Mac. And mm-hmm. it, was, it was just a lot of learning in a fast pace. Yep. Um, and when I got to that sweet spot of having things organized, mm-hmm. like, oh, here's my desk. This is my label printer. These are my books. Uh, this is because um, I communicated a lot with uh, the China industry for mm-hmm. those books mass produced for me. Mm-hmm. So building relationships there. I'm building relationships in the uh, Baltimore City Public Schools, DC mm-hmm. Public School, and just building the platform to make I can do this an at home staple for children in learning. That's right. So it was really, it was really jaw dropping. Like now that I talk about it, I'm like, dang. It's an awakening, right? I really did a lot. Yeah. <laughs> a short amount of time. Um, mm-hmm. So that was just, it was just very exciting for me to see myself tap into that uh, different aspect of my life. So let's talk about that a little bit because it's kind of like you had a bit of an awakening yourself going through these different, the process, because I always tell people they see the A and the Z of the business, right? Mm-hmm. The beginning and what they think is a success point when you get to Z, right. but they forget the 24 letters in between the process, the packaging, the taxes, the, you know, formation, your taglines, your possible trademarks, because now you're, you're building a brand entity. Mm-hmm. You know, talk about how important is it for you to push representation mm-hmm. specifically for the little black girls, right? Because that's your customer profile. You're speaking to them that may need affirming to push beyond adversity or to push beyond their struggles. Talk a little bit about, you know, why this became so important for you aside from just your own experiences. Right. Um, well, we, me and my little one used to go to the lab. We still do. We go to the library a lot. Mm-hmm. You know, the library has different categories of learning. Mm-hmm. Um, the category of learning that they have is like the diverse group, right? Mm-hmm. And the diverse amount of books is always about uh, civil rights. Um, it's about uh, slavery. Mm-hmm. Um, it's about, um, you know, the women of the past that brought, that helped us get to where we are today. Mm-hmm. It's not a lot of little girls, what you doing now? That's right. Less conversations now. What are little children and little black girls going through now? Mm -hmm. Um, So when I seen the lack of that, I made it my duty to make this little character look like a lot of little girls. That's (laughs) right. Um, So anybody would see her, whether Mm -hmm. they are light skin, whether they are dark skin, whether they are from America or from Jamaica or wherever. They can say, oh, that little girl looks like me. Remember when I had my hair in the ponytails? Or I like to wear dresses like that, like anything that can mm-hmm. uh, correlate those two. I said, that's what I have to do. Mm. And the positive affirmations, I've always done them for myself as an adult. Mm. Always seen adults do it, right? Because y'all, y'all remember being Mary Jane? When yep. the show came out, it was like, <laughs> Like we putting yep. on everything. The yep. We mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. it's always been a thing. Going to women's conferences, affirmations, going to um different business oh, meetings, wow. affirmations, affirmations. But it was never affirmation for little people. Mm-hmm. We would always just be like, You're good, congrats, you did it. Try again. But it was never something that they can pull on to when we're not there. That's right. 
to self-affirm them to affirm themselves essentially absolutely that's what I wanted I said if I do this for me I know that it could be beneficial for her little girls and all the little boys as well that Mm. read the book and get the poster and says them every day and makes it a part of their everyday living Mm. just imagine how brilliant our children are right now that's right imagine when you put that into them as a young feed it into them as a young age it's nothing but greatness when they get into those teenage years when that's they right. really get stressful and they get into those mid-adult years in those 20s and 30s when they really have to pull on that self-esteem mm-hmm. and self-affirming to do what it is that they want to do and see out of life that's so right that was really my main goal with that and during the pandemic it took a toll on a mm-hmm. lot of mental because mm-hmm. life looked different mm-hmm. and we forget and I even forgot that it looked different for them too. That's right. They did not get to do the same things that they did when we weren't in this environment. And how did that take a toll on their little mm. Like she's not around her friends anymore. Mm. That took a toll on her. She wasn't able to go outside to the park as much. That took a toll on her. The things that bring them joy was yep. snatched away out of nowhere. Yes. Let's not talk about the mask. Yes. <laughs> wear masks now. They, what, what is that? Yes. It was a lot of things. And, and I don't know the mind of our little ones, but That's I right. know it's our job to help have a healthy mind, even at a young age. So. That's right. And it's interesting what you said, because essentially the root and the foundation of, of learning starts between the ages of one and five. And so when you do have littles, you know, even starting as early as that age, you know, they're building their character development as they continue to progress through life. Not saying that at some point it will not change, alter through experience, because there's always going to be the nature versus nurture phenomenon. Um, But essentially that foundational piece of it starts at a very young age. And so just to circle back with that, I love what you said, because I, I couldn't, I really couldn't agree with you more. And it's interesting because, you know, you talked a little bit about your vision behind, you know, the I Can Do This title book, but it's bigger than just a book because now it's going to be a series, essentially. It's going to become a platform, essentially. Before you got there, you also um, started a nonprofit for the love of you. Can you share your inspiration behind that as well? So my husband was actually my inspiration behind for the love of you. Um, he is a business owner 24-7. He's an entrepreneur mm-hmm. himself. Um, and during that time, I live in an area where it's a lot of Black-owned businesses. It's a mm-hmm. lot. Um, mm-hmm. And it's a street called Main Street that hosts a lot of our Black-owned businesses. And uh, during that time, I said, I've been blessed. So let me continue to give a blessing to someone else. And it started right. small. Um, it started with local mom and pop shops. Like we help um, multiple candle businesses. Mm-hmm. Of multiple um, book drives, food mm-hmm. ways, um, coffee shops, like small mm-hmm. coffee shops that were really struggling during that financial time. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And, um, I said, if we do this out of our heart regularly, let's put this on the LLC. So That's we can right. get a fruits of our labor, you know? <laughs> so, that's, so that's what birthed that. Mm. And my mom, she actually is a um, at-home baker, so she does mm-hmm. that on the side as well. So I can say she's an entrepreneur as well. That's and right. Her in the different uh, 
sisters in the community that she associates with and helping them to continue their business during the pandemic, it was a breath of fresh air. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's that's where For the Love of You came from. And the name (laughs) was um, everything I do, like everything I did and everything I do for the children, for different businesses, for my family is literally out of love. Mm. It's nothing else. That's it's right. All out of love. So that's why everything I do is for the love of you. So See? that's See? how that came up. <laughs> well, I for the love of you. Right. About. <laughs> so I tro- I totally understand. And I can I can tell just the passion in your voice to to be a vessel for that. And so it's interesting because the I can do this brand. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not even going to just call it a book series, right? It's a brand. Mm-hmm. It's a platform. Right. It's, it's transforming into that platform. I have to ask you, what role, you know, has that framework and that tagline? Because you talked about it multiple times. So you kind of answered this, but I have to ask it again and maybe level it out a little bit better. What role has that framework and tagline played in the elevation of your business? And then how have you used your experiences and voice as a vessel to help others affirm in life, aside from just children and parents that may have gone through, you know, a a bit of a pivot during the pandemic. But now, as you start to build this platform out um, and take it to the next level, how have you used your voice and experiences to help, you know, catapult your business? Right. So the title alone, um, I chose just the title, I Can Do This, without any subtext, because Mm -hmm. We, we are the buyers first, like the parents That's are the right. buyers first. That's so right. it's like, I can do this. This can be anything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this can be anything. It could be a business. It could be saying, I want to cook meals every day. It could be saying, I want to travel more. Whatever it is, you can do it. That's right. right. So That's with right. going to uh, the various schools mm-hmm. and talking to like the principals and the teachers, they are more ecstatic about what the book gives that's right. <laughs> I'm so excited. Like I'm reciting the mantras. Mm-hmm. And when they look at their book and they say, oh, these are positive affirmations for children. Let me dig back into them positive affirmations. That's for my right. Children, you know, that's right. so that I can be a better version for these young mm-hmm. people, mm-hmm. <laughs> and for these children, because I can't preach something that's and right. not do it myself. That's right. So when I hear the title, I can do this whenever I feel weak or whenever I feel uh, that I can't do this, I remember mm-hmm. I'm teaching our generation that they can. So mm-hmm. what does that look like for me saying I can't? That's right. <laughs> Lead it by example. That's yeah. right. It doesn't look right. Um, so I hope that answered it. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. And it's interesting because with all of this and, you know, the what I like to call, you have manifestation talk, you have mm-hmm. affirmation talk, yeah. you have vision board. There are so many different levels of terms that people use, depending on the stage that they are in their life. Mm-hmm. What would you say would be some common, maybe let's say your top three myths that you would like to dispel about affirmations for children? You know, because we encourage our children every day, every day, but I don't think that a lot of people understand the power behind right. affirmations and the, re- the repetition mm-hmm. that goes behind that. Because as our children and as our littles get grow, of course, they learn through repetition and practice. Right. Essentially, which is what an affirmation is. Mm-hmm. So what would you say would be some common myths that you may hear that you just want to dispel? 
that's a good one. Um, I would first say the allowing or knowing that your children can come up with their own affirmations. Mm. You know how we have a lot of affirmations that's already set, you know? Yep. But a child's, through a child's eye, that may be something different. That's right. So I asked her, what, what do you, what do you want to affirm today? Mm-hmm. It could be, I just want to be able to make a ball out of my Play-Doh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's okay. Mm-hmm. That's your thought for today. That's what we're going to affirm today. Mahari's going to be able to make a ball out of her Play-Doh. Mahari's right. going to make a ball out of her Play-Doh. She got this. She can that's do right. it. So that's one thing. Um, into, hmm. And to know that when what our children see in us, what we might think is small or superficial, is actually big to them. Right. It's actually really big. Uh, to them. I, I could not agree with you more. Like I, it could be the smallest thing, like tying your shoe on a Tuesday and the sky is blue, and you did it in ten seconds versus twenty seconds. And I say that because. Sometimes, and I tell my husband this all the time, we have to think like a child, right? Yes. Sometimes we're not doing that because Mm -hmm. we're thinking about what we want, which is best for our child. Mm -hmm. But we have to understand that our our children have brains too, and they have to form their own opinion as they continue to grow through these different levels of maturity. You know, especially when you're going through the toddler stage and you're going into the the, the small child elementary age Mm -hmm. children so it's it's such a big gap it's such a big gap and I don't think that we understand that sometimes as parents and it's so important to always keep that as as a point of reference in the back of our minds that there are little people too and they also have brains that they're trying to develop and you know reaffirm as they start to grow and progress in life yeah absolutely and they understand I guess my third one would be what you think you're saying that you think they may not understand, they understand. That's right. They understand it in their way that fits what they're doing right now. That's right. Because remember, we're not talking to our friend. We're not talking to our mom or dad or our coworker or best friend. We're talking to our child. Mm-hmm. So what we say to them, they understand because they mm-hmm. know us. Sometimes better mm-hmm. than we know ourselves. Yeah. <laughs> they know us. Exactly. They to the point where it's kind of scary. Yes, they know when we're <laughs> up here. And mm-hmm. they know that we're not having a good day. <laughs> That's right. That's right. So I say that as well. They That's right. What we're saying to them and they understand and they comprehend whether we believe it or not. That's talk, that's talk about it. There, there was a time, it's interesting, my son, he was just not having a good day. And mm-hmm. instead of me telling him, you know, trying to get calm him down, it was he was just emotional. He was very right. emotional. Right. And so the next day, I, you know, let him cool off, you know, have his moment. But the next day I told him today is going to be a good day. Yeah. Is today going to be a good day? And he he kept saying, okay, Amari, today's going to be a good day. Right. And you're like, oh, see, no, yesterday was horrible. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And that's the piece of it that's so beautiful. That's birthed out of the experience of just helping them reach those level of, mm-hmm. of you know, positive affirmations to help them get through a day. Right. Or help them get through a moment that they're having. And that's what makes it beautiful. Yeah, it's like a form of self-care. That's right. We use that term a lot as adults. That's right. But that's I right. self-care too. Because I've never had an experience like yours where the day just was horrible. We needed mm-hmm. to reset. Mm-hmm. And we're going to reset. Mm-hmm. Of at least three or four things that brings you complete joy. Mm-hmm. 
reset and try this all over again. Like just how we need self-care days. I feel like our children need those as well. Absolutely. Whatever that looks like for them. Absolutely. I I couldn't agree with you more. Mm -hmm. Well, as black literacy continues to grow with the intent to get more black children to read, you know, this is, this is big, you know, getting more of our babies to read with characters that look like them. Right. How important is it for you to get to continue what you started with more books? Because, you know, the, the buck doesn't stop here. No. You know, you created a wonderful, a beautiful platform, but now as you start to transition this into series, maybe mm-hmm. animation, maybe shorts, right. there are so many opportunities to do that. How do you plan to, you know, expand your platform in this in this particular arena? Yeah, so the I plan to expand it in what's going on in the world now. Mm-hmm. So, um, as right now that I can do this first book is it's it's kind of small. It's talking about her cooking, right? Basically, mm-hmm. cooking with her mom. She gets frustrated. Mm-hmm. As she gets older, as Ramaya, the character gets older, she's going to go through a different life things. Mm-hmm. So right now, and I always use my daughter as a blueprint. So mm-hmm. right now, that part of the, you know, in the book, she talks about cracking the egg. She gets upset that she can't do it correctly. Well, right now, she's good at cracking eggs. So we moving on to the next thing. What's the, what's yeah. the problem now that wow. we need to affirm about? Mm. And so right now, what we're affirming about is schooling we're affirming mm. schooling. you you love school I tell her every day you love school mm. I don't like school but you do you really do love school <laughs> you just don't you know you just don't process. learning it's a process yep school so my next one by the grace of God will be about education will mm. be for my uh, I guess maybe math maybe literacy maybe mm-hmm. coloring you know because I'm staying into the age group of the two to five year olds Mm-hmm. So I mean, they have a broad spectrum of things that they get. Oh, absolutely! <laughs> I feel like every year that they turn older, they become a different person. It's, you know, it might be about tying shoes. Yes. It might be about um, learning to share with your friend. That's right. Uh, learning to do what your friend thinks. Um, learning to be happy with what your friend likes, and maybe you don't like it. You know, mm-hmm. different things mm-hmm. like that. So I, my goal is to continue it with different aspects of life changes within the five-year-old range. And Wonderful. The they go through in life. Wonderful. Wonderful. Yeah. Beautiful. Okay. So we've come to the time where it's time for us to play a little game. Okay. <laughs> I wanted to spice it up a little bit. Um, as we start, we continue to talk about Ramaya and the wonderful things that she's going to continue to to do as a series of I Can Do This continues to grow and flourish. Mm -hmm. But we're going to play a little game of this or that. Okay. So I'm going to ask you just a series of, I'm going to give you two options and then you can choose your preference again. No right or wrong answers. It's just another opportunity to get to, to know you as a person and from a personality perspective. So you ready? I'm ready. Okay. Picture books or board books? Board books. <laughs> poetry, <laughs> poetry or fairy tales? Poetry. Mm-hmm. Fiction or nonfiction? Mm. Fiction. Fiction. Okay. <laughs> and you can elaborate if you're like, <sighs> I don't know. My, my little one got me into fiction. My husband, they just got me into fiction. Like, it's uh-huh. just, because I feel like it's always reality in some fiction. Yeah. <laughs> and it gives yep. me a, uh, exciting like oh what's next i know it's something that i haven't seen before so that's yep. 
<laughs> and because with with reality comes inspiration, right? Mm-hmm. So yeah. it has to come from you. Just it just didn't yeah, fall it, off the side. It just comes. It came from something. <laughs> about where this came from. Yes, ma'am. That's right. all day, like oh snap. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Okay, community library or bookstore. Oh, bookstore. We have to help the small businesses. Mm-hmm. We have to. Black business matter. <laughs> Small mm-hmm. business. Oh, I love that. That's a good one. Black businesses matter. There we go. Now we got to We got to put that. I like that. Okay. Amazon or Barnes and Noble. You know why I'm gonna say Barnes and Noble? Because Barnes and Noble were the first people to pick up my book and allow it to be um, in the on their website. So I'm gonna have to say Barnes and Noble. There we go. I will tell you another thing I like about Barnes and Noble. Um, it's it's like our favorite store to go to. Honestly, we like to go and sit in the nook and explore different book titles. I'm not saying that you can't do it. I mean, but you essentially you can't do it on Amazon. You just you just no. throw on your hat, your, your, you know, your, your money in the hat. Nine times out of ten, it's on your phone. <laughs> exactly, exactly, exactly. But that element of just having that opportunity to sit there and just engulf in knowledge. Yes, is yes. a wonderful yes. thing, especially with littles. Yes. Oh, yep. See, exactly. Get your nice one. Get your nice one. Right, right, right. And we have to cultivate the love for learning. That's right. When they see that we want to learn and we cool in the library and we love to go to the library and we love to learn and we like to read and write and things Mm -hmm. like that, they'll see like, okay, this is cool. This This is is a fun thing to do. That's right. That's right. (laughs) That's right. Okay. Animate series or shorts. Oh, so I'm gonna say shorts. Uh-huh. Those Disney shorts <laughs> are super cute, and I've researched about shorts. And shorts are usually created by those that are just coming out into the media world. Mm-hmm. They're you know they're either college students or they're just recently trying to get their foot in the door. And it's like the creativity that's in those shorts. Yes, ma'am. In the regular modern mm-hmm. day animation. Yes, that everybody desires. So I'm gonna have to say shorts. <laughs> and I'm, you know, I'm not surprised that you said that because usually shorts is the the visual inspiration behind books, right? So you're taking that book title and transforming it into a short so that people can see it in live action, essentially. Yep. And, and that's more. that's and right. Want more and want more. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And sometimes, especially with affirmation, it's a reminder because they're usually. No less than seven minutes, and you get an opportunity. I know my son loves shorts. He loves the short. I think it's called Bow on um, Disney Plus, and she doesn't talk. It's the actions that she do. Oh, wow, with the uh, the food. Yes, yes. The actions that inspire him to do that. So I noticed one day he was creating, trying to create a dumpling out of his play-doh. See, and that was inspired by the shorts. So you see how those small. Yeah, and they connect. You know what? Cause for the cause. (laughs) Let me talk about Bao. So Bao came out about four years ago. Bao has been out for a while. Mm -hmm. So Bao, when we went to the movie theaters, I took my my daughter loves movies. So we went to the Mm -hmm. movie theaters. Bao was one of the shorts before the movie. So you see, like, before the mainstream, we was watching Bao. Mm -hmm. They don't talk. Like you said, they don't talk. Nope. My daughter cried from beginning to end because she comprehended mm. what I was about. Mm. So she literally was sitting there crying the entire time. Like, mom, she just wants her son. 
<laughs> she loves him. He left her. It is like you don't have to say anything. No. The emotion came through the screen. That's right. And she was younger than four. Mm-hmm. So our children are smarter and wiser than we think they are. That's right. That's right. And that's what I love about the the literacy aspect of just creating this, you know, yeah. the action, you know, the 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 representation and then the visual aid that supports the product. Because yeah. that's really what it is, essentially. Yeah. And you're right. I mean, I couldn't I couldn't agree with you more, but just to see him make the little dumpling out of Plato, yes. like, wow, like he understood why she was doing that. And that's right. what makes it beautiful. Right. Okay. Coffee or high tea? Oh, high tea. <laughs> Me Coffee too. Bitters, like. <laughs> <laughs> Me that's too. I, I can agree with you there. 100%. Yeah. Storytelling or visual art? Can I combine the two? Absolutely. Use of visual art. Um, mm -hmm. I love storytelling. I love to be told stories, but it's always so good to put eyes to, you know, connect mm -hmm. the dots of the story. Mm -hmm. But storytelling is definitely, I love storytelling. Okay. And it's the beauty in it, right? I mean, you get connected to the story. You're like, I think I know the character because mind starts to create what's being told and you that's right images in your mind about what the person is delivering if they are really good storyteller. That's right. That's right. Okay, last one. Okay. Affirmation t-shirts mm -hmm. or affirmation mugs. Affirmation t-shirts for our little people, affirmation mugs for us. I knew you were gonna say that. <laughs> <laughs> to put your high tea and to put your tea in. Yes, while the little one sits with her affirmation shirt on. There you go. Her day and expires all the little people. <laughs> there you go. There you go. So you get a two for one deal. Exactly. That's what I'm talking there about. Go. Well, thank you so much, so thank much. Thank you for, for having joining me. today. It was a pleasure. It was fun. I learned yes. a lot about you and also just, you know, being that vessel and representation for our littles. I mean, I, it couldn't, it, it doesn't, your work and your art doesn't go unnoticed. So I commend you for that. Give our listeners just a, a rundown on how they can connect with you, your social media handles. And then we'll also add this in the show notes so they can also click those links and follow you there. But I definitely want to give opportunity to just shout them out. Sure, sure. Um, you can follow me on Instagram at I can underscore books with a Z. Um, I also have a website and majority, almost all of my inventory comes from my website. Um, mm -hmm. So if you are to buy, I do suggest buying from my website and it comes from me directly. Um, the website is www.icanbookswithaz.com. Um, and that's it. That's it. <laughs> All right. There you have it, Rashida Mom. And thank you so much. Thank you oh. so much. This this is this would definitely go down in my history books. Is my first interview was amazing. Look at that. We're going to clap it up for that. We're going to put a little, um, what is it, a DJ? We're going to put a little DJ sound at the end. Yes, yes. Celebrate that. Well, wonderful. We are happy to be a vessel with that and be a platform for you. There yes. you have it, Rashida Muhammad. This is Armani Diggs. Once again, signing off. Thank you so much.